How to use famous last words to supersize your business. Sharon Hornell from here, and our idiom today is famous last words. Now, it's interesting. As I was researching this particular idiom, I got the information out of a book that I use, a book of idioms, a book of interesting idioms. And what it means in the book and what I found when I Google searched were kind of two different things. And that's because I didn't Google the idiom, famous last words. I just Googled famous last words. And, of course, I got literally people's dying words, famous last words. Now, it's hard to discern whether they are true or whether they're phony or exaggerated. It's hard to know when uh, people are reporting other people's famous last words. I remember uh, being with my father, and of course, by the time I was with him when he passed away, he, he wasn't speaking anymore. But I could have, in my mind, imagined something that he said or that I wished he would have said, because it's a, it's a traumatic and a really hard time when somebody that you love and care about dies. So anyway, famous last words is attributed to coming from the time of the well from the military the time of world war ii because people used to say things like this is the war to end all wars which of course it wasn't the final war the, the war to end all wars wars have continued since world war ii as we're all very well aware and therefore it's a phrase that or something that people said that other people you know kind of scoffed at at the time or look back on now and say oh my god that's ridiculous that's that's a, a was a silly thing to say. It's like if somebody were to say, "Now the world is flat," we would all say, "Yeah, famous last words." Meaning sarcastically, obviously the world is not flat. What you're saying is pretty silly or stupid or uninformed, and so you know it's just foolish and it's it's foolish to say. And that's a little bit different than people's actual famous last words, what they say on their deathbed. Now, of course, being me, I went down the rabbit hole of people's famous last words, and I read hundreds and hundreds of actually famous people's last words, what they said, or again, what they supposedly said as they're on their, you know, their dying breath. Uh, and of all of them, I only remember a few. A lot of them were, you know, send-offs and appreciation and love to their, their significant other um, or the person that was the most important to them. Um, some people like Napoleon was to Josephine, while well, Josephine was how many wives ago when, when he actually passed away. A um, lot of famous people that were killed, a lot of serial killers or people that were on death row, which, you know, I don't want to remember what their, their last words were. Uh, so uh, of all of them, I only remember a few. You know, Ben Franklin, of course, which it's interesting. Ben Franklin lived to be 84. I thought that was fascinating back in the, back in the day. That was pretty old. And his granddaughter or daughter was telling him to roll over so he could breathe easy and he said a dying man can't do anything easily so or nothing's easy for a dying man something to that effect um, George Harrison the Beatle the famous quiet Beatle you know said love one another um, and you know other people uh, have have said uh, amazing profound things and then not so profound things or, or surprising things you know Steve Jobs said oh wow 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 well what does that even mean we don't know and, and I think that's part of it. I think we expect that people's famous literal last words, not their famous last words, will give us some um, picture into death and the world beyond. And I don't really know that it does that. So what does this have to do with growing and building and supersize our, our business? Famous last words. Now, famous last words, the idiom meaning of being, you know, saying something that people kind of scoff at and they're, they know that it's foolish that the speaker said it because it's, it's not true. Sometimes in our businesses we do that when we exaggerate 
or we're bragging about ourselves. It's always better to share stories and testimonials of people that we've helped and are successful customers than to brag about ourselves. It's always better to be talking about what other people have achieved using our products and services than how awesome our products and services are ourselves because it just comes off as egotistical and vain and people are, are, are put off by that. They don't want to deal with somebody that's just bragging about themselves. So I love testimonials, I love people's stories, I love case studies because they demonstrate better than we ever could or in a more uh, authentic way than we ever could what is awesome about our organization, about our, our customers. It's kind of like branding. Branding is like our reputation. It's what other people think of us and what other people see in us, not necessarily what we want to present to the world. And the same is true with our famous last words and how we want to show up in the world. What are you known for now? And is that what you want to be known for? <clears throat> a year ago, I was known for being pajama grandma. And I was like, I know why that's a part of me, but that's not all of me. And so as COVID hit, I was like, yeah, I'm going to slough off my pajama grandma persona because that's not who I want to be known for and what I want to be known for in and with the people that I serve and the markets that I serve. So what are you known for? Is that what you want to be known for? And then what are you going to do about it? It also reminds me to think of the short-term and the long-term approach to problem-solving decisions, products and services, how I interact with people, how I build relationships with people or choose not to build relationships with people, who I choose to work with, who I don't choose to work with in my company. And we all get to decide that and choose that and make those decisions for ourselves. But if we want to have and leave a legacy, we're going to make different choices and decisions and and think more about what we want to be known for on a, a bigger picture, more global aspect than if we're just making day-to-day -day survival decisions. So famous last words, love to know your experience with this particular idiom or with literally people's famous last words. I guess if I could choose my famous last words right now and decide this is what I want the last words I uttered to be, it would probably be be loving, love being, be you. Uh, that would be my desired famous last words. Now, will it actually be? <laughs> Heaven only knows because I certainly don't because we never know when we're going to go. So I say live each day like it is your last. Make sure that you're making decisions and choices and showing up in your life and your business and your world the way that you want to be showing up. Safe, go out, have an absolutely amazing day. I'll be with you tomorrow with another interesting idiom. What does it mean? Where does it come from? And how might you use it or think about it in your business right now? Take care. Bye. The end. My famous last words. Bye.